Golgotha by Edvard Munch, 1900. You see, at just the right time, when we were still powerless, Christ died for the ungodly. Very rarely will anyone die for a righteous person, though for a good person someone might possibly dare to die. But God demonstrates His own love for us in this, while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Since we have now been justified by His blood, how much more shall we be saved from God's wrath through Him? For if, while we were God's enemies, we were reconciled to Him through the death of His Son, how much more, having been reconciled, shall we be saved through His life? Not only is this so, but we also boast in God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have now received reconciliation. New International Version In Christianity, there is only one way of approaching God, through the death of Jesus Christ. That means we cannot approach God by our good works, doing things right, or by our spiritual pedigree. We are justified and declared righteous by grace alone through faith in the cross of Christ. Back when my youngest daughter was still living at home, sometimes I needed to go into her room to get something. More often than not, it ended up becoming an archaeological dig. I had to wade through layers of stuff. I didn't always find what I was looking for, and other times I discovered things I didn't know I had even lost. When the magisterial reformer, Martin Luther, 1483-1546, went digging into the Bible, he found he was wading through layers of church tradition and came upon something that was lost. Luther rediscovered that God justifies sinners by grace through faith apart from any good works done by us. Luther found in the scriptures that we are completely and totally at the mercy of God in Christ. The cross of Jesus Christ is the means of salvation from what ails us because the cross is an attack on human sin. Luther discovered we all have layers of stuff that has grown around our hearts to the degree that we no longer see the sheer grace of God in Christ alone to meet the most pressing needs of our lives. The Reformation has taught believers that apart from Christ, we are addicted to ourselves. The cross is the intervention we need to help us confront our constant meism. We might justify ourselves with the fact we do good works. However, one of the legacies of the Reformation, coming from the Book of Romans, is that good works do not earn us deliverance from sin. In fact, Luther said that our good deeds are the greatest hindrance to our salvation because we have the tendency to trust in those good deeds instead of the death of Christ. So, Luther actually called our good works a mortal sin that sets off God's wrath and leads straight to hell. In other words, good deeds can be deadly, if they are done as a means of approaching and appeasing God. It is through the suffering of Jesus on the cross, His death for us while we were still sinners, not when we were lovely and looking fine with all our pious actions, that we are saved. Greater than he who does not know Christ does not know God hidden in suffering. Therefore, he prefers works to suffering, glory to the cross, strength to weakness, wisdom to folly, and, in general, good to evil. These are the people who are under God's wrath. God can only be found in suffering and the cross. It is impossible for a person not to be puffed by his good works unless he has first been deflated and destroyed by suffering and evil until he knows that he is worthless and that his works are not his but God's. Greater than. Greater than Martin Luther's Heidelberg Disputation. God does not come to us in our beauty and goodness but in our ugliness and sin. While we were still sinners, ungodly, enemies of God, powerless to save ourselves, Christ died on the cross for us. We spend too much time and effort concerned about looking good and doing good things in order to present ourselves acceptable to each other and even to God. But that is the very sin that sends people to a hellish existence. The hottest places of damnation are actually reserved for outwardly pious persons who trusted all their lives in themselves and how they look to others without a thought, at all, about justification, reconciliation, and being restored to God through Christ. Greater than like a gold ring in a pig's snout, is a person who has good deeds but knows nothing of God's grace. 
it is a totally human tendency to decide which sinful actions are trivial and which are the biggie sins. The Apostle Paul was really hard on his fellow Jews in the Book of Romans because they tended to place their trust in who they were and what they did, being the covenant people and practicing all the good things a good person does. And Paul says the wrath of God is reserved for them. The way of approaching God is by seeing our true ugliness, our rebellious hearts, and that the hope of salvation is through the cross of Christ. We are justified by and reconciled to God because of Jesus, and not for any other reason. A new relationship is established based solely in God's grace. Jesus Carrying the Cross by Olga Bakhtina, 2017 When Christians grasp this truth, even a little bit, it should cause us to repent of our sinful good works, yes, sinful good works. Wherever there is humility that leads to a complete turning to Jesus, there is revival to new life in God, and a personal reformation around the doctrine of grace instead of the doctrine of my glorious works that I perform. We, then, as Christians, saved and justified through the blood of Jesus, ought to be the most joyful and grateful people on the planet. We have deliverance from the deception of our hearts to life in Christ. Apathy and lethargy to the things of God are the twin evils that reign in the place of awe and appreciation for what God has done for us in Christ. There is nothing more God can do to show us that He loves us than by actually dying for us, and by doing so, satisfying God's own wrath against the sin which seeks to destroy us. The late Brennan Manning once told the story about how he got the name Brennan. While growing up, his best friend was Ray. The two of them did everything together, bought a car together as teenagers, double-dated together, and went to school together. They even enlisted in the army together, went to boot camp together and fought on the front lines together. One night while sitting in a foxhole, Brennan was reminiscing about the old days in Brooklyn while Ray listened and ate a chocolate bar. Suddenly, a live grenade came into the foxhole. Ray looked at Brennan, smiled, dropped his chocolate bar and threw himself on the live grenade. It exploded, killing Ray, but Brennan's life was spared. Later in life, when Brennan became a priest, he was instructed to take on the name of a saint. He thought of his friend, Ray Brennan. So, he took on the name Brennan. Years later he went to visit Ray's mother in Brooklyn. They sat up late one night having tea when Brennan asked her, Do you think Ray loved me? Mrs. Brennan got up off the couch, shook her finger in front of Brennan's face and shouted, What more could he have done for you? Brennan said that at that moment he experienced an epiphany. He imagined himself standing before the cross of Jesus wondering, Does God really love me? And Jesus' mother Mary pointing to her son, saying, What more could he have done for you? The cross of Jesus is God's way of doing all He could do for us. And yet we often wonder, does God really love me? Am I important to God? Does God care about me? We tend to ask those questions when we are trusting in ourselves, because we never really know where we stand with God. No matter how bad or how good you are, the path of suffering of our Lord Jesus has taken care of the sin issue once for all. Week after week for the past 2,000 years, God's people have gathered together to worship this same Lord Jesus who died on the cross. The only thing left for us to do, since Jesus has done it all for us, is to offer our lives to Him. While we were still sinners, enemies, estranged, hopeless, lost, despondent, proud, and stained by sin, Jesus died a cruel death on a cross to wash away your sins with His blood. It is my hope and prayer that today you are rediscovering the great Reformation truth that we are justified by grace alone through faith in Jesus alone, and the life of unbounded joy in knowing that we have now received reconciliation with God in Christ. Lord God Almighty, the ground is level at the foot of the cross. We need you, Lord Jesus, and come to you on the basis of nothing else but your shed blood. I pray for all those who are wrestling with you right now. Oh, that you would revive those that need new life, that you would renew those who have become cold, 
and that you would reform all of our hearts so that our lives would completely be devoted around the person and work of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for dying for us while we were still powerless, sinful, and ungodly. Thank you for saving us from God's wrath. Thank you, God Almighty, for reconciling us back to yourself through the cross. There are those needing you to break through their stubborn hearts, and those who need peace to their troubled hearts. Oh God, save us from ourselves, whether it is from our trust in our own perceived goodness, or our sense of shame and guilt. Thanks be to God, who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen.